Welcome back to the Pet Cash Pod. This is your host, Andrew Pet Cash. As always, I appreciate you tuning in. When I started this whole little, we can call it a podcast, but it's really for now just like a weekly roundup. And how I describe it is all of the stories and interesting, you know, business of athletes, NIL, athlete investments, sports tech, stuff that I didn't get a chance to write about during the week. It's basically just a roundup of that. So anyway, I'm glad you all enjoy it. I plan to continue doing it along with adding interviews. But also with that said, uh, I'm getting I'm getting better. So for most of you probably don't know, but I used to go like story by story, pause after one story, and then, you know, hit record again on the next. Now I really just go through like all of the NIL stories at once. And then, you know, all the athlete business stories after that. But also one more thing, I'm recording this on a Thursday this week. So only really four days of weekly roundup stories, because I'm actually headed back to the alma mater, Boston University, to uh, hang out friends, coaches, etc. this weekend. So pump for that. So just keep in mind, you're hearing there might be a few things missing, like, hey, I saw a story, why wasn't that in here? It's because this week, I, I recorded it a few days earlier. But anyway, thanks for tuning in. Let's jump into the feel-good sports stories. The Timbers of the MLS, so Major League Soccer, uh, the league in the U.S., is joining forces with the Thorns, who is a part of the NWSL, and they're having a charity match to benefit Ukraine, which has raised more than $500,000. So that's a cool story um, from later in the week. Peyton Manning and his wife, Ashley, they've announced a scholarship at Georgia Tech in honor of Demarius Thomas, who was one of Peyton's former teammates uh, with the Denver Broncos. Um, And and basically, they're going to be using this scholarship that should have a long, like a pretty lasting impact on the deserving youth um, from Demarius' hometown area in Georgia. So Bacados, it's a sushi sushi fiesta-esque restaurant in Bakersfield, California, they have partnered up with the CU, I'm sorry, the CSUB Roadrunner Scholarship Fund, which is a part of the California State University of Bakersfield, to fully fund a student athlete for the entire year. And so for most of you that aren't familiar, not every college athlete is on a full scholarship. Most of them, 90% take away like football and uh, men's and women's basketball. And then a few sports trickled here and there. It's a lot of equivalency scholarships, so meaning like partial. And uh, with that, an NBA player who added back to college athletics, J.R. Smith. He is playing college golf for North Carolina A&T and HBCU down in the South. He was named their Academic Athlete of the Year, finishing with a 4.0 GPA. So awesome story there. Love to see him not only going back to play a new sport, but also getting it done in the classroom and being an inspiration and role model for the players there. Former WNBA player Swin Cash, she is uh, trying to improve student-athletes' financial literacy, which I've touched on several times. I think we all know it's not a problem per se, but it's something that they all need to get better at, um, and especially with NIL. And anyway, Swin developing a video game called How Not to Suck at Money. So... Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of all that was released out of it. But I'm guessing it's pretty like interactive and has a bunch of examples. But uh, she's currently a vice president of basketball operations with the Pelicans. And probably the coolest, most feel-good story of the week 
Eight months after fleeing Taliban-controlled homeland, the Afghanistan women's national soccer team has returned to play. Um, they're playing actually under the name of Melbourne Victory FC, which is an Australian club that's basically supporting the group and keeping them out of the danger. Um, and, and in their first game, they had a 0-0 draw, and the these ladies are hoping to mount a, a case to FIFA, the federal soccer organization that uh, they should still be able to represent Afghanistan on the world stage. But next, let's hop into NIL and the top college sports stories of the week. The headline NIL slash college sports story of the week for me was 100% the U.S. military mauling over a plan that would basically fund college athletic scholarships in exchange for mandatory service. So basically... What the Pentagon is proposing is they have this huge budget and they have about $1.32 billion uh, budgeted for recruiting and advertising. And what they're saying is if we'll basically pay, so there's a lot of student athletes, like I mentioned a little earlier, aren't on full scholarship. They'll essentially pay whatever the difference is, but in return, you have to go and serve a few years after. So definitely an interesting proposal. And with student debt so high, I think, and this obviously hasn't gone through yet, but I think it could be a very interesting thing. And as for a lot of athletes, I think it's something to think about for sure, because you're already putting in the work for the for the school and the sport. And now you're getting it debt free. And a few years after, you know, you have to go serve, but it doesn't mean you have to do combat. There's a lot of other things. Actually, when I was going through college recruiting, I was between Navy. I almost went to Navy and also Army West Point. Um, but ultimately chose against it. But certainly an interesting development there. The second being very public. Uh, John Ruiz, he's part of Miami U in Florida, one of their NIL collectives. And Life Wallet is the company. But essentially they signed Nigel Pack, who is a Kansas State recruit, or I'm sorry, Kansas State transfer. And it's a two-year deal for 800000 total plus a car. And they announced this on Twitter. So as you can see, like these collectives, these people, they're not hiding it now, right? It's really pay to play. Um, I'm sure there's like something involved with a charity or going to speak there. But it's right now, right out in the open now, which is cool, right? I'd love to see that for the player. But, uh, you know, that, that's obviously not the best look, right? Just throwing the numbers right out there on Twitter. But nonetheless, it happened. Sedona Prince, she's the star basketball player for the Oregon Ducks. She uh, recently, she has a lot of NIO potential for sure. And she's done a lot of deals, but this new one's pretty cool. Energy drink company Rift. She's partnering with them, but not just for an NIL endorsement deal, but also equity in the, uh, the Oregon-based company plus referral bonuses. Super interesting to see these athletes now, especially college athletes, take equity in companies along with cash because... For the company, it makes perfect sense as they can help you grow the brand, but also for the athletes to say, hey, marketing-wise, I can really like push my own. It's a great incentive. They can push their own basically pay, but future pay up, uh, meaning the equity. Um, but Sedona, cool deal there. And then one of the big ones of the week that I think, I don't think it didn't get a lot of attention. It got a decent amount, but Open Doors signing with, or doing a partnership with Learfield. I think they like cracked the NIL marketplace open with that one. 
because of those of you that aren't familiar, Learfield, owned by Endeavor, who owns a ton of the college sports tech ecosystem. And they also own the, uh, I'm blanking on the name right now, but basically the company that, or Sidearm, Sidearm Sports, yeah, that's it. They basically make all the websites for all the college teams or athletic departments. So they have all these athletes basically built in. So, and then obviously, and then advertisers as well. So that could kind of crack the NIL marketplace up a little. We'll see. But I, I thought that was pretty big news that a lot of people didn't pick up. Um, heading over to California, the new Senate bill was pushed and it's going to the next phase. It's basically saying that for gen- revenue generating sports in the state of California, so I think schools like Berkeley, Stanford, um, et cetera, they have to take 50% of whatever their revenue is and divide it to players in like a trust fund type thing. So you get it upon graduating. So I know one of the examples was Cal Berkeley made about $40 million last year in football revenue. or I think just revenue overall. No, no. I'm pretty sure it was football actually. And they have to split. So 20 million of that would have to go towards athletes. So it was something like 200,000 a year but they only get access to it like upon graduating. It's like 25,000 a year, but more on that coming out. I'm sure I'll write on it or speak more about it. And then also Aliyah Boston, University of South Carolina women's basketball player signed a deal with Under Armour. So that's in South Carolina's Under Armour as well. So super cool to see her get even more bonus on top of all the the gear I'm sure she gets um, from playing on South Carolina. Next up, we are now into the business of athletes, some of their investments, endorsements, major news out of this there from this past, well, this is Thursday today for those of you that are just tuning in and missed the beginning, but from these four days, handful of stories, peer-to-peer sports, wagering startup Lucra, they raised $10 million in a Series A investment, Milwaukee's Buck owner Mark Lazary is involved, along with tennis star John Isner, NFL wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders, Zach Ertz from the Arizona Cardinals, and then his wife, Julie Ertz, who plays for the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. LaMelo Ball will be in a new Hulu, Hulu H-U-L-U, the uh, streaming service commercial. Um, so he's he's been doing a lot of commercials and brand deals, brand deals lately, so good for him. Brandon Marshall, former NFL All-Pro wide receiver, he hosts the podcast, I Am Athlete, and he basically has former athletes on. They talk about, you know, whatever. And he's inked, he's inked a broad deal. That's how it's listed here with Sirius XM. And so it's mostly content. So air over the radio um, and whatever other streaming they do. But I'm sure that's a pretty lucrative deal. So congrats to Brandon Marshall and the I Am Athlete team. Interesting story here that I want to break down a little further. So the the National Women's Soccer League, the NS. NWSL, Angel City, so that's a team, they've signed NIL deals with four female athletes from the local Southern California area to basically promote and be ambassadors of the club, and uh, they're USC and UCLA athletes, women's athletes, Um, but, and actually a skateboarder too, so one guy, and uh, why this is interesting to me is because I think professional sports, professional women's sports, I should say, are might be in a little bit of a trouble with just NIL and how it's playing out. 
And what I mean by that is if you, the Cavender twins, um, I think it's Haley and Hannah or something. They're from Fresno State. They played women's basketball there. But anyway, they were transferring and they signed a $500,000 deal with the Miami U Collective. So Life Wall at John Rua, like I mentioned earlier. Well, the WNBA average salary is $120,000. So they're going to be making far more money by staying in college than going to the WNBA. And I don't know. I know they're pretty good. I don't know if they're talented enough to even go play professionally. But it's like, why would they leave? Stay in college? They're making more. And I think that hurts those pro women's sports leagues more so than men's. I think there's going to be some players that are on the border. We've already seen with Caleb Love, Hunter Dickinson. Um, I'm talking about college basketball players here. But uh, yeah, pro sports leagues, they're going to be in a little bit of competition here because it's semi-pro, right? And there's no cap or anything. NIL collectives can come in and pay whatever they want. But uh, yeah, interesting development there. Something to keep an eye on that I'll, I'll definitely maybe write a little bit more about. But obviously, I'll keep speaking about it. So the next story, we got Daisy, D-A-I-S-I. They're an e-commerce platform. And they their parent is drop.com. It's opened a convertible safe note. And they're specifically looking for athlete investors for their Series B round coming up. And uh, I guess they're getting a lot of attention from NFL, NBA, and NHL players. But cool to see a company basically saying, hey, I, I believe it's like 1.5 million they have opened up for that. So I'm sure some athletes will come in. And I don't know if there's a minimum check size, et cetera. But you see companies are really are hoping athletes get in because that investment, that also usually means marketing on top of it. And speaking of marketing, Derek Henry, he uh, he's the newest professional sports team owner. Him and also Reese Witherspoon, they invested in an NI. M ugh, can't speak MLS team, uh, the Nashville SC. So Patrick Mahomes, Mark Ingram, and Russell Wilson, all NFL players, also own pieces of MLS teams. So see these guys investing in soccer teams and pro teams. Super cool to see. And the last athlete business story of the week: Neymar Jr., star soccer player for Brazil and PSG, announced a new partnership with Ego. Um, E and then it's dot go. So I don't know if it's E goes or whatever, but it, it's a, apparently a pretty big deal. Um, and he's kicking off like events, commercials, etc. But great stories out of this week. Next up, we only got a couple sports technology stories and then we'll wrap it up. First up, Athletes Unlimited and ESPN announced a multi-year broadcast deal for professional softball and lacrosse. It's about 160 games all over ESPN's properties. And uh, that's it's going to be a pretty, pretty big deal, apparently. But you like to see these sports companies invest in other, we'll call them kind of alternative leagues, softball and lacrosse, not what you're used to. Um, I wrote about this actually during the week, but bring it up again. Vaunt, they are a alternative sports competition platform as well. And I'm just saying this because of the last story. But they host like FIBA, 3-on-3 basketball, beerless pong with uh, Post Malone, the rapper. Former NBA player Roger Mason Jr. is the CEO. They raised $5 million in new funding, so congrats to them. And then last story of the week, Markets and Markets. They put out reports on all kind of stuff. They said that the sports analytics market is anticipated to reach $8.4 billion by 2026. 
So I'm actually, I think a piece tomorrow, you'll see meaning Monday, has something a little bit about analytics based on the blockchain, but it's gonna be a major thing going forward, especially, and I know this is a little bit data more so than analytics, but like athletes, are they able to monetize their data? Like basically sell it, like say, hey, here's my heart rate, sleep, whatever. Um, but interesting to see. Anyway, thanks for lis listening. Um, uh, let's just keep building. Let's have a great week. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Super interesting article on the blockchain and how it's going to impact sports, which not only means athletes, but anyone that is a fan or just is involved with it in any way. But anyhow, Andrew Pekesh here. I'm out. Peace. Have a great rest of your day.